0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Solutions Brewing Podcast. Uh, my name is Steven Sock and I am joined as always by Brendan and Rob. And today we're continuing our series in uh, when you think of a province, what beer do you think of? Uh, you'll have to catch part one sometime later <laughs> a as spe- a very special episode. <laughs> We'll,
1: yeah, we're doing a little bit of a Star Wars order for this here. Yeah. So this is episode two, but we're going to release it first. <laughs> yeah, start in the middle, then go to the end, and then go way back to the beginning. I like it. And some of our diehard fans might go back, go to episode one and be like, it's not true to the original, which is episode two. <laughs> Just know that we recorded it in the, sa- in the, the appropriate Yeah. Order. We, yeah,
0: we'll, we'll have to make a link in the description for, uh, for what we did. But, uh, as we did in the first episode, uh, we started with uh, Saskatchewan, BC, and Alberta, and now we're continuing today with Manitoba, Ontario, and Quebec. And the name in the game is, if, when you think of that province, what kind of beer do you think of? Uh, craft or commercial or otherwise? So, to start us off, let's go to the, uh, the biggest province, Ontario, and Rob, what kind of beer do you think of? When you think
2: of Ontario. Uh, I haven't been to Ontario for a long time. The last time I was in Ontario was I was in Toronto for three, four days. And that was 10 years ago. So that was really before a lot of stuff happened. Actually, it was more than that. I would have been almost 15 now. Um, All right. Wow. What legacy Toronto (laughs) (laughs) beers? But there are, we do get Toronto beers out here that you see regularly. And the one that comes to my mind is Collective Arts. Oh, yeah. So that one gets a little bit tricky in terms of remembering which beer I've had, because they change the label every time they make a beer. It could be the same beer, but it's a new (laughs) label. So you, you can never recognize what it is.
0: Yeah, no, it's, like, you look at it, and, like, the same, the two same cans will, like, it'll be, like, a four-pack, and each one of those four-pack cans will have a different label, but it's the same beer. It's inferior. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, That's
1: a tricky this... thing. You think you're buying a mix pack, and then all of a sudden, you're like, oh. Yeah, all... and it's, or, it's, or yet... it's not even done, like,
2: per production run. It's, like, it's just, they just have, like, whatever, four or five different shrink wraps that they use, and they just, like, <laughs> intersperse it into the thing, so you might have... You might even see them uh, at a liquor store, and you'd be like, grab one four packet behind it, will be the exact same beer, but it's a different label.
1: So (laughs) maybe we should steal that concept. We're playing around with label designs. Maybe we could just like get mixed runs and and see how (laughs) it works. Well, what's interesting of of why they
2: do it is that each label is done by a different artist.
1: Different artist, yeah. But yeah. Which would be the same as our (laughs) label. Kind of, (laughs) yeah, actually. At this rate, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, I was going to, the last
0: time I had some collective arts, I was over at a friend's house and it was infuriating because I was like, oh, like, you know, I had their, uh, like their pale ale. I was like, oh, I'll go have this one. This one looks different. Same beer. And then I went to the fridge <laughs> and I was like, they're all the same beer. Okay. I'm actually going <laughs> to literally choose a different brewery now instead, <laughs> instead of the same ones. Because it's like, again, different label. You're,
1: you're trained to think I'm going to have this and uh... nope, it <laughs> they lie lie it's that moment moment of panic where you're like oh no my taste buds have reset all i can taste are pale ale <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how's your stout hobby <laughs> actually so i do
2: have a little bit of a trick one for this um there is another podcast that i listened to um they had three guys but one guy had a kid just like you guys and has been not recording because he's been spending time with his kid instead. um mm-hmm. they do they also do a weekly podcast called domestic pints only And it started out as them only reviewing, like, domestic beers, but they've expanded. um, They've been doing this for quite a while. They've expanded now into craft beers. So they actually, they have tried a bunch of Ontario and Quebec beers. So it'd be curious. I'm going to try and tag them for this one and see if we can get them to, uh, see if they'll respond. And uh, maybe maybe. they can give us some recommendations on this. We can always refer refer back to this one. So I think that would be a good idea. Hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Just because we haven't had any, we'll find out. No problems, just solutions, we'll <laughs> <us>. <laughs> Darn, dude.
0: Okay, so uh, okay, that's a pretty strong start. Collective Arts, uh, Brendan. What do you think about when you think Ontario beer?
1: <laughs> well, so I I have family in Ontario. Uh, my grandparents were out there, and aunts and uncles, basically, my whole dad's side. So I've been there pretty much every year since I've been born. Uh, I also went to school there for four years. So I, I've drank a lot of Ontario beer, some more recently, but the the one that I will always respond to this question was the one that I probably drank the most of in university and it's going to be uh, Lakeport, Lakeport beer. Oh. And they had three three varieties that we, we went through. It was a buck of beer that we drank in university um, because you don't have, well, you have a finite amount of money. <laughs> And you want to try to maximize how much beer. But it was actually, like, reasonably good. And they had three varieties, a Lakeport Honey, a Lakeport Red, and a Lakeport Lager. Hmm. And you would buy it by the flat, and we would try to... The game was to try to get enough cans built up that we could go return the cans, because you return the cans at the beer store in Ontario. Oh. Yeah, which is super weird. <laughs> well, it's awesome, because you can return the cans and use the money immediately to That's buy more. genius. <laughs> So we would try to get enough cans to afford a 24-pack. Yeah,
2: Brennan, <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think you did talk about this beer before when we were talking about drinking stories. This is, this is the beer you used for the Centurion, right? Ah, this is the beer yeah, we used for see, the Centurion. Yeah, My memory yeah, still yeah. kind Absolutely. of works. I think Fort Honey was our hero.
1: It was also the beer that we used for any of our room selection competitions that involved um, the need for beer. It was, there was never any like straight drinking competitions, but there are always games around beer um, beer pong or one of which was actually just, uh, we were in the second floor of a house and we had placed something on the, the backyard and the, and on the ground and it was to crush your can and try to get it to land as close to the pin. It was basically aerial lawn bowling (laughs) with crushed beer cans. (laughs) It was fantastic. But yeah, so Mm Lakeport's the one. And then in terms of the higher quality beers, uh, that I've had more recently, uh, Probably, like, the Muskoka Brewing stuff, they have an ISA that I get every time that I go out there. Let me make mm. sure I'm talking about Now the right that you mentioned
2: that one, that the name rings a bell. And I may have had that one, but I don't remember if I did her.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely the dry hopped ISA. It's called their Detour ISA. And I, I kind of buy that every time that I'm out there now. Hmm. 4.3% um, and usually I'm meeting up with old uh, either family or university friends and you have to have a few drinks and having something that's a little lighter percentage helps with uh, and the fact that you're closer to sea level also helps that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. got the family out there got to be a little more responsible and I, I guess the other nice thing about Toronto and having this is that you can basically walk or, see, or take the train anywhere mm-hmm. uh, but but still you don't want to be drinking 11% beers all the time <laughs>
2: That is and true. And I think I
1: told a story about that on a previous podcast, so we'll, we can actually, move on. just remember, You know what?
2: There's actually one more that is surprising I forgot about. It's steam whistles in Toronto. They are? That races
1: back to have in
2: the middle of the city. Yep, so I
1: was going I, I, I to bring that up
0: if no one did.
2: I had a very. So even though the first real visit, which was I was there for like three or four days for a work meeting, that was 15 years ago, I had to, there was a layover, I had a layover in Toronto um, from a flight going from Seattle to Ireland, and I had enough layover that I was like, well, I'm not, like, fuck it, I'm not sticking around the airport, that's stupid, like, four hours or five hours, like, "Mm mm-mm, so I'm like, I'll just go, there's a nice train that goes right from the airport straight downtown, so you're able to just, this train stops right by the brewery, almost, so I went in there and did a tour. Union yeah, so uh, so Steve Whistle would be the one that I would actually think about around Toronto. I just forgot that it was from Toronto. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> See, that's the one I was going to bring up if uh, if no one did. Ah, yeah, sorry, Steve. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> stealing Steve's spotlight. Why? Here.
2: Why were you going from Seattle to Ireland? Because uh, I was okay. So at the time, I was living in Fort Murray, and uh, and the guy. <laughs> this just brings up more. Oh, I know it's, it's more. In the wrong <laughs> so it was actually a combination of two trips. That would like ended up being like traveling all together. So it was like, uh, what happened was I was living, working and living in Fort McMurray. And one of my friends that lives there, who I was also working with in Fort McMurray, uh, he was getting married and he's having stag and he wanted to do his in Seattle. And we were doing a sports, sports trip.
0: Ah, uh, sports weekend. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we got to see uh, baseball and um, actually baseball is the only one we got to see. We didn't get to see, uh, there was no football games at that time. Hmm. but we got to see a couple baseball games and it was mm-hmm. it was kind of cool because it was the first time i've ever I've ever been to a major league ball game so it was a little different Ah, the Mariners yeah yeah those stadiums
1: are huge it's oh insane. yeah They're actually Seattle Stadium is really yeah. cool yeah
2: so anyway so it was I went the way that these trips worked out was I was I went on the stag and then I had also ended up I also went on a trip from Ireland, but it wasn't like a week after. It was immediately after that one. So I was going from the Stag <laughs> to Ireland. That's why I was going from. So I my whole travel was oh, like, okay. was from Fort McMurray all... down to Seattle, and then from Seattle all the way over to Ireland. So there was a, uh... yeah,
0: that's an yeah that's pretty. Right. And then eventually that's a, coming back, miles. coming back
2: the other way. Then it was like you know Ireland to, I think we landed in London, Ontario, and then Calgary, and then back up to Fort.
1: yeah special bonus entry do you have a Seattle brewery that you remember that you're fond of no it wasn't it wasn't my trip
2: so I went away it was like breweries weren't weren't the focus we went to certain restaurants that he enjoyed so there was uh, I can't remember we went to this really nice steakhouse uh, a pinball bar and like yeah ball games and yeah it's pretty cool
1: cool cool.
2: Uh, oh we went to like the, the Boeing museum that was actually really neat
1: yeah, the, the Boeing plant yeah, the is the Boeing super factory cool. is awesome. Yeah, No brewery on nope. site there, though. <laughs> Steve, that leaves you now that Rob's stolen your entry. I know, that <laughs> bastard. How are you going to pivot? So uh, my backup was
0: going to be the... <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it because we're recording. I just gave him the double bird. So for me, I was going to say the Muskoka Brewery. Uh, I actually got—I oh, yeah. got really heavy into their beers. I also
1: stole that from you, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> disadvantage of going last, I
2: suppose.
0: Uh, yeah, it is a disadvantage because uh, yeah, like the Muskoka, I got really big into Muskoka uh, brewing for a little bit because uh, my local uh, Calgary co-op they brought them in and had them for dirt cheap. Like, must have got them on a, some sort of deal or something like that. So they're selling like a six-pack. For less than uh, ten bucks, it was like nine bucks a six pack for tall cans of Muskoka, and so being uh, being pretty poor, poor at the time, I uh, I drank a lot of that beer and it was quite good. It was a very very good beer. Um, it is very good, and uh, I definitely definitely enjoyed uh, enjoyed that, uh, but yeah, I'd, I would have to say Muskoka and then Steam Whistle would be the, the other one I think of, because other than that, every time I've been to Ontario it's always been to like stopping at the airport for two seconds and then continue on my way. I've only actually been to like, to like Ontario proper since I've come of age, like twice or something like that. And then that one time I did go is for like our our mutual friend, Barry's birthday and we just bar hop so much downtown. I don't remember any of the beers I had. They were delicious. (laughs) And and, and that's the (laughs) thing. It's like a lot of those Toronto breweries had like a microbrewery that supplied like the block. Or like it was a couple stores or something like that.
1: Oh, it's awesome. It's a it's a great model. I absolutely love that And
0: model. like I remember having like a lot of delicious beers. But could I tell you where they were from or whatever? Absolutely not. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright. So I think that's uh that's a pretty good run out of Ontario. Uh do you wanna do Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go to Manitoba. When when you think of Manitoba, what kind of beers do you think of?
1: <laughs> Who are you asking that to, Steve? It's, it's like, I, I'm
0: just uh, waiting for someone to to step up because uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna I do it right away root... before
2: you guys do it. So I'm gonna cheat. Um, <laughs> I actually haven't had any Manitoba beers, so I'm not gonna say anything. But when I was looking up Manitoba breweries, there's one that there's one that caught my eye called Gimli okay. Brewery. Now the reason Gimli Brewery caught my eye is because that is where Crown Royal is made. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to go with not a beer at all. So, Damn it! I was so going to say. You think about it, it's, what I think yeah. of
1: with Manitoba breweries is Crown Royal, yeah. Royal so, <laughs> specifically the Northern Heart. <laughs> Sorry,
2: Manitoba. If anyone's listening from Manitoba, I don't. I don't think of beers from Manitoba. I do think of Crown Royal.
0: Like so. Like, I looked at all of this list here. Like, the oldest brewery, apparently, is the Fort Gary Brewing in, uh, in Winnipeg itself. That's been around since 1995. But all these other ones, I've looked, and I'm like, I've never heard any of these breweries. But, again, it, does, it makes sense because, well, how often do you go to Manitoba or anything like that? I, I've literally
1: never been to Manitoba.
2: Yeah, same year. I've never been there either.
1: I haven't even driven through it. I, I was in Winnipeg for a day, but I didn't, we didn't get a chance to go to the brew. We also, that was a disappointing day to, to be in Winnipeg. So this was when we drove across the country to go for a wedding in Ontario. Because uh, you were bringing back we a just, boat. Well, we went for the wedding and we bought a boat. Uh, <laughs> we kind of combined the two trips. That's why we drove out. But yeah. yeah, that was the trip where we were in Regina for the Saturday night. Mm-hmm. So we decided that Regina is the party capital of Canada. <laughs> is it because it's the place that runs fun or what <laughs> no it's just it was the no it was just the it was a Saturday night so the downtown was hopping we stayed right downtown oh. uh, so we were out at the we were, we were bar hopping and we had a, a great dinner and we went to the casino and we won a pile of money Um, through sheer random luck the, like the hotel we were at was like we, we asked them we're like okay we're here for the night what do we do and they're like well here's $10 for the casino So it was a $10 coupon that when we went to the casino got, they're like, well, you have to get, if you want to use this, you got to get our special card as well, which is free. Okay. And it comes with another, it comes with another $10 credit. So we're like, all right, great. We've already doubled our money. (laughs) (laughs) I like this casino. (laughs) Uh, But then just through sheer dumb luck, we walked out of there with $1,500. (laughs) <laughs> so, and this is after we've had our dinner and we've been bar hopping and stuff like that, so we're we're pretty cut. So anyway, it was a good night. Uh, financed the rest of our trip, but it meant that we were in Winnipeg on Sunday night, mm-hmm. which happened to be Sunday immediately after their pride festival ended. Oh. Okay, so we were in Winnipeg exactly a day too late to see that city and pretty much the the fun times that it would have been yeah. there. <laughs> so we didn't go to any breweries. We were also a little hungover from our <laughs> night in Regina. So just we went we went to whatever local bar was there. We watched the the Raptors game because that's when they were doing their big uh, oh their the big run. run for the cup. Yeah, which was an exciting time to be traveling across the country because everybody was into it everywhere we stopped. Uh, but yeah, it meant we didn't get to go to any of the breweries. But I do enjoy Crown Royal.
0: Especially now I'm thinking back to the year that Northern Harvest uh, rye came out. And then it was like, you, you saw it on the shelves, but you're like, okay, whatever. Like, it's a little bit more expensive. Who gives a crap? And then it came out as like one of the best reviewed ryes of that year. And then you couldn't
1: find it. And I remember calling my family in Ontario I and mean, being like, If you see this, buy me a case. <laughs> and and there was a panic call. I was at a company party mm-hmm. at at like it was five here, so it was like seven there. And my uncle in Ontario called me up and he's like, Brendan, they have it here. We're on our way. It's this price do you want it? I said, like, Yeah, get me a case. He's like, Are you sure you want a case? I was like, Yeah, get me a case. Like Whatever, I don't really care what the price is. This is the best whiskey in the world. Let's get it. <laughs> and by the time that he got to that store, which was like a 15 minute drive away, it was sold already. Jeez, <laughs> all gone. So
0: yeah, I remember a few times just going to like a province or going to a liquor store and just being like, "Do you have it?" And they're like, "We had it this morning. The two boxes where already had are gone." And we, like they had like limit two on friggin the liquor bottles, which. I haven't seen since, which is super weird. Like I've, I've no
1: rationing essentially rye. Uh, well, there was an AP um, rye whiskey that also got a similar honor here in the last couple of years, and you, they just couldn't get it. It was it was actually that limited of a stock that it kind of <laughs> sold out, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not making any more of it, so suck it." <laughs> <laughs> so the only other brewery that I'm looking at now, the list of a list of Ma- Manitoba breweries. Mm-hmm is the Lake of the Woods Brewing Company, and it has in brackets Winnipeg. Um, and I think this one gets partial credit because the Lake of the Woods is in Ontario. <laughs> and I and the actual, like the original, I shouldn't say the actual, the original Lake of the Woods brewery is in Kenora. Uh, and I actually stopped at that brewery mm-hmm. on our drive after we left Winnipeg the day after. I was like, well, we're stopping in Northern Ontario. Let's go here. We were considering going to the Quartz Mine up in that area too. We just never quite made it, but... We stopped and had lunch at the Lake of the Woods Brewery, so hmm. it was quite nice. It so must must be in a franchise and expansion. Not well, expand, and I mean the Lake of the Woods from Winnipeg is like an hour and a half, right? <laughs> it's 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 just into the Ontario border, so yeah, okay, pretty close. So so that's Manitoba. So that's Sorry. Manitoba. We'll visit the place more. Um, and try to find some better breweries. Well,
0: I was just looking up this, the beer statistics on uh, Quebec, on uh, Manitoba, and it's ranked uh, 10, uh, higher is better, lower is worse. Uh, 10 out of 10 for uh, breweries per capita, so it's got no, it's got a lot of breweries starting, but there's only 20 breweries in the whole of the province in 2020, and uh, yeah.
1: Well, the breweries per capita is an interesting way to put it, because as you mentioned on our other episode which will be released after this episode mm-hmm. manitoba's population density isn't great yeah
0: 2.2 <laughs> 2 people per square kilometer isn't that stupid but yeah it's it's very interesting because it's this is the, the statistics just as it went into uh into the pandemic so like it's very interesting to see, like keg sales are down like 60 and all that but uh the fact that yeah the number of breweries is only 20 uh Two year uh, two years ago is yeah, that's 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 not a lot there's there's that many in like half of the city of calgary which is crazy because calgary has like 43 or 44 now or something like that we have a lot but on towards our last province indeed all right and last, but not least, this week, uh, we're looking at Quebec. So Rob, when you think of Quebec and its beers, what do you think of?
2: Uh, well, that's where Molson comes from, right?
0: Yeah, going for that low-hanging fruit there, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> hey, man, when you're first, you get to do that,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the birthplace of Molson, one of the oldest breweries in Canada. I think it was founded like late seventeen hundreds.
2: Oh, I, think, like I thought it was like sixteen sixty seven or something like that, or, or maybe seventeen eighty six, some, something like that. Some. Uh, you think we should have? Uh, we should know that, but
0: yeah. we probably should. Uh, it says seventeen eighty six. Molson was uh, was founded in Montreal. I
2: remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's been around for two hundred and twenty, or almost two hundred. Forty years, almost coming up on that. Crazy.
2: Yeah, it's it's a long time. It's Canada's yep, oldest. The... It's, it's got to be that's Canada's oldest for sure.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure it's it's actually the oldest.
2: So that's the one. What? That's the big yep. one. The other one would be La Fane du Mont, and I know I'm stealing that from someone else there too. So <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> I'm just son I'm of a like bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, yeah, no, like, you know, thinking of Molson, like, freaking, that's all you see at uh, at sports stadiums is Molson.
2: That's okay. I th- I'm going to take advantage of this because I'm sure karma will come and get me some other time. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Brendan, what do you think about when you hear? Well, I was going to say Le de Bon. So... <laughs>
1: And who, and who is it made by? Stole it from me. Chambly, well, it's, so it's made by Unibrow. Yeah. Uh, but they're in Champlain, Quebec, which is the, Champlain is the, kind of the term I always, always remember. They do have, like, they, I've had their mix pack a few times and all their beers are quite good. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they have a Blonde, um, a Don de Dieu, uh, which is. I just remember it as the pirate ship on it. Um, but <laughs> they're, they're, they're very multi. They're higher, higher percentage. There's one that I haven't had, which is called, Ce n'est pas fin de mon, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> it's not the
2: end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, so they're, they're very enjoyable. Um, and I don't know. I, I need to spend more time in Quebec. I've only spent like an hour in that in Montreal train station and haven't had a lot of their beers. I'm trying to look through their list of breweries to see if there's anything else that I've really tried. Obviously a gap in my knowledge of which I'm embarrassed. So I'm going to throw it over to you there, Steve.
0: So, yeah, again, the problem with going last is <laughs> the, the two that I had I'd actually thought of yesterday, you've taken already. Um... Actually, the beer I really think of is uh, that Chevelle Blanc, which I think is also made by Unibro, uh, But like that, I drank a lot of that in uh, in Nova Scotia because it was it was those quote unquote import beers. Uh, so it's like, oh, that's uh, that's real interesting. That's uh, you know, super uh, super new and interesting, and not uh, you know not. Alexander keys or anything like that. So I remember having a couple of those as a, uh, as a young student in, in uh, at school in Halifax and just again, not, and then not realizing that like, for instance, Le Femme is what? 8.7%. Almost nine, close to nine. Nine, 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 nine
1: percent. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you have one of those and you're just like, well, I don't know what, like all my beers are four, four to 5% and I'm having this heavy alcohol one now. Oh no.
2: Yeah, and I think they come in half liter bottles too,
0: don't they? Uh, and then sometimes they would do the uh, the smaller like three three thirty five mil ones, like in a twelve pack or something like that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, you are uh, especially like inexperienced, you are not prepared for what those uh, what those bring. But yeah, a lot of a lot of Cheval Blanc, which was it's which is a very very good beer. And actually, I was reminded of it recently. I think it was last year. Me and my wife went out for uh, sushi, and one of our favorite spots in the city, uh, K, actually had it on tap. So you could get a Sapporo or you get a Cheval Blanc, and I was like, "Absolutely, yeah, give me that."
1: <laughs> interesting. That is interesting.
0: Yeah, it's like why a suit? Why yeah, you know, a sushi place that usually has mild flavors and mild, uh, you know, let let the the ingredient shine brings in this like awesome tasty heavy beer it was delicious though <laughs> but yeah like and then same as you Brendan. like i i've only ever driven through montreal and been to Hull a few times
1: so clearly what we've what we've identified in this podcast is that we need to do kind of some fact-finding missions in manitoba and quebec
0: in in Quebec so there's I, there, there's that uh, big event you've always talked about uh, something the Montreal Grand Prix Yeah Ooh, Grand Prix <laughs> <laughs> The Grand Prix <laughs>
1: <laughs> No yeah like going going to the 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 one competition there would be awesome and then frame it around kind of also tasting a number of different beers or experiencing the actual local craft scene cuz we all know if if you've never been to Alberta And you think of the beers, all you're going to think about is, like, what what did we say? Big Rock was the big one, and there was another big one that was exported. But Uh, it doesn't really show what the actual craft beer scene is in Calgary or Edmonton, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You have to kind of go to the city and see it. And same with Toronto, even, like, you've got the big ones, but then there's all these little breweries that serve their two blocks of the city. Mm-hmm. And that's all they need to do. So it's it, finding those ones is the way to go, and that's that's the excitement of travel, right? Yeah. Also, I just found out that there is a Beignet Imperial Stout in Quebec, and that Interesting. just sounds delicious. Like yeah, here's here's a donut beer.
0: <laughs> it's got so much sugar it'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wouldn't that just make it like a cream ale then? At that point, I, I would expect it to finish uh, yeah. finish clean on that. It's a uh, fancy a liquid dessert, is what it says. Mm, interesting. Or actually, go on, treat yourself. Or actually, that would if you put it into that, that actually might push it up into like the Belgian, like when you add the uh, candy sugars to like Belgian ales, like a double or or a a tapist kind of beer. Uh, that's maybe what's
1: closer to, with vanilla no, no, it's, it's it's eight percent, so it's definitely up there. But oh yeah, that's a lot of <laughs> sugar in that boy. Mm-hmm. Montreal has fifty breweries. Let's go there. That's
2: a lot of breweries. That sounds good. One town.
0: It's a lot of breweries for one town. So. And my French is terrible. So. Well, good. so then Montreal's definitely worse. where we want to go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, like the again the only times I've I've been to Quebec, because uh, uh, I had uh, it was a girl I was dating at the time. Uh, she was on in Ottawa and does you, your wife know?
2: And, and, <laughs> yes, yes, <she> did. <laughs> from the past, yeah. from the past.
0: But uh, what what you would do because Ontario's drinking age is nineteen and Quebec's is eighteen is that all of the 18 uh, year olds in Quebec would basically drive across the bridge into Hull in Quebec. And then basically all of the, all of the bars and breweries there were basically for Ontario's uh, people. So you go over there and at least, you know, you could, if you knew French, you could get a little by a little faster. But if you, uh, if you didn't, it didn't matter. It was, there's enough English speaking people there. You could, you could get by. But uh, I, I remember that because going over and then, you know, coming from Alberta, I was just like, yeah, what, what are you like, why are we going over here? Why is this special? And I was like, oh, because we're, we're not old enough. It's like, Oh yeah, liquor rules are different across the uh, across the country. That's weird. That's stupid. <laughs> that is stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah, the fact that they're different is very silly. Also, there's a brewery called Glutenberg that makes gluten-free beers.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, I hope that means they put extra gluten in it, or something. <laughs> As in, like a Double. glutenberg, like <laughs> like an iceberg of gluten, just like clumped together.
1: But, yeah. But they have they have a dozen de, a, do, a dozen varieties, so it's like mm. usually with gluten free beers, it's like here is our gluten free beer. These guys are like here is our gluten free IPA or gluten free red or gluten free stout or gluten free whatever. I'd be interested. Be interesting to try. I'd be interested to and try then that. To yeah. Discuss with them what the process is and how we can well, expand our uh,
0: consumer base. Well, that it's like usually it's you get you d- you start with not malt. So it's either like rice or soy or.
2: Uh, it depends if you want to go totally gluten free. You can go gluten reduced. There's an enzyme that you can add yeah. that will actually consume it. And uh, so it like it won't like the gluten reduced one won't be good if you're celiac. But if you're like sensitive Intolerant sort yeah, of thing, then yeah, you could at least and you should be okay for those ones. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, if you're celiac, then obviously go totally gluten free. Like don't don't mess around. That, that
1: hurts. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they use the words gluten-free a lot in their... Uh...
2: Yeah, so, yeah, that means they're making it with something else.
1: Yeah, sor-
0: sorghum.
2: Sorghum soy. is a popular one, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but they're getting, like, a red, a stout, a white, a pale. Like.
0: That's interesting, I, man. I wonder, how, yeah, I wonder how they're doing that.
1: They, they would be a, a goza, a, a saison. Like, they'd be interesting guys to talk to. Hmm. That would be interesting. So we'll get brewer, maybe we have We try to do a collaboration Glutenberg. or something. Well, if anyone from Glutenberg is listening to this, we'd love to come visit. <laughs> and, uh, Sorry about my bad
2: joke. And, and chat. <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think that covers those three provinces. All right. Um, Next time, Steve, we'll hit the Maritimes,
0: can... and then afterwards, we'll hit the Territories. So promises to be interesting.
1: If anybody has any information on craft breweries in the territories, how could they tell us, Steve? Well, if they had any information to give
0: us, they could send us a simple email, no com, or they could go to our website at solutionsbrewing.com, and there would be a nice little form on the, uh, on the website. They can send us a message. But there, they could also find the links to our Facebook and Instagram, at Solutions Brewing Co., and contact us that way. Uh, and then uh if someone's listening to this and actually has a uh, uh, a good suggestion for us, Brendan, where
1: could they find us this weekend? Well, we're going to be at the Camar Highland Games, the Taste of the Highlands, on September 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday uh from 5 till 9. From 5 till 9, yeah. Yeah, we're setting up at 3.30 or something. But anyway, Steve will be there in his kilt sweating his balls off, so you can come yep. and laugh at him and I'll serve you some <laughs> great beer. And we'll... uh go from that. Uh, and if you aren't able to make it to the Highland Games, then in a, about a month and a bit, you can come see us at the Rocky Mountain Wine and Food Festival in Calgary. Uh, we'll be there October 14th and 15th. Um, looking forward to seeing everybody in person again. It's always fun to do these festivals. Yes, and about and
2: that, don't forget to go... You go on the Sobeys website, check out their... Or the Sobeys Liquor website, I should say. There's a flyer. We are on the flyer. They've also ordered a bunch of our beers. So we're available at almost... Basically, across Alberta in Sobeys and uh, yeah. Safe Liquor stores.
0: A Sobeys Liquor near you.
2: Yeah. 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 So, really exciting Sobe. for us. This is, uh, this is one of the best one. It was, it was, um, this made it extra exciting because, uh, uh, the two dudes that kind of like manage a lot of the Sobeys stuff in Alberta, they, mm-hmm. like, I've, I've met them in person, uh, in Airdrie. So one of them lives in Airdrie. And, um, yeah, they actually sent an email saying, "Hey, you guys gonna be in on this?" I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <And so laughs> it, was, it, was, it was really good that it was like they they remembered to talk about because I've only met the guy uh, once. Uh, mm-hmm. Once I was at. Uh, which brewery was that? So, Fitzsimmons. I saw Fitzsimmons. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And um, and then we bumped into them as well at, at the uh, beer fest. So, mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, you go out and buy beer so that we can do another production run because we're almost out of beer.
1: <laughs> it's also at a great price because they reduced it for the long weekend. So yeah, great yeah. way to finish off your summer.
0: Yeah, we were at a reasonable price before and now we're even at a better price. Yeah, so they, uh, we just us. looked at their
2: flyer. They've got a list of 11 so $12 for a four pack. It's pretty
0: good. Yeah, excellent price for a beer.
2: $3 a beer for a
0: tall can. Boom. Mm-hmm. Oh. Boom. Well, yeah, with that, yeah. I think we're out. Well, thanks everyone for joining us today on our part two of our uh, cross country uh, journey. And join us next time as we go to the Maritimes. Yeah, part one will get released. Where I actually have a little bit more knowledge. Which part one, one will get released <laughs> later. I'm going to edit
2: that one to really grill Brendan, but yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Something to look forward to. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, like, a. a what is it? It's an editor's commentary? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the special director's cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go.
2: <laughs> Maybe try something different. Right. Let's play through it. I'll do like a voiceover of a voiceover or something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. You take care. Have fun. Thanks. Hopefully see yeah, you Talk to you next time. <laughs>